Yo, what's going on everybody? It's time for another live stream. We're a little bit early. It's 2.59. Got here, I could say right on time. I think that's right on time. Hopefully you guys are doing well. Uh, it is an absolutely beautiful day again here in Nubian, Iowa. The weather the last week has been just so comfortably balmy. It's uh, an embarrassment of riches, really. This morning I went for my run and uh, I had a great time. I'll talk more about it in a minute. But temperature-wise, uh, it was perfect just perfect my hands were a little bit chilly at the start but i didn't really notice it once i started moving and uh yeah just great weather to run all morning long uh, i didn't run all morning long i ran for an hour and a half i had a good i had a good day there but um you know you get back and you're like oh I feel great and i felt great this morning before my run i've been uh madly googling or look, looking up youtube like glute activation i still really don't understand the concept of glute activation I think I kind of do, but I don't. Still don't really know what people mean when they say that. But I did butt exercises before I went for a run, um, and I'm not sure that that helped. But thinking about utilizing my butt muscles while I was running and using those ham, uh, the gluteus muscles, so that way other muscles weren't uh, compensating so much. I felt like uh, did help. It's like the second half of my run today, so um, I don't know. I think I'll keep trying it giving it more time and keeping it up. We'll see. I see you guys are talking about uh, the one hour um, race or like the one hour record. Uh, Frank Julio and Martha are here talking about it. Terrence Huey and Eric the Red. Um, yeah, I did not get a chance to watch it this morning. I started, I was, I was working on a video. Or I was working on for, for tomorrow's video, um, but then it got too distracting. And I was like, I'm not doing any work. So I had to turn it off. But I did see like the ultimate result that um, that Mo got it, and that's a surprise. I wasn't thinking that he was gonna get it, because I, you know, I just I was listening to a couple of podcasts about it before uh, before the event happened, and they were like, you know, I he maybe Mo from years ago could run it, but who knows now? He's in he's not in marathon shape, but he just was in marathon shape, and he's been training for the 10K, so he might be the hour might be the perfect distance for him to run right now. But they were like, but we haven't seen him run anything this year. So we don't know. That's cool. And then who was it was talking about the lights. Are those controversial? The lights? Do people think it is? Oh, Frank says, like, it seems pretty easy to get the pacing right with the lights. I mean, I, I'm a big fan. I like it. I like knowing, like, where it is. Because uh, they do that in swimming all the time. Right? They tell you, like, where the Olympic record is. And, like, that bar moves across the screen. And I, I, I love that. I love watching that. I think that, like, I, I wish, like, if they can make it completely interactive, they could be, like, put in the 5K time of your fastest friend. And I could be, like, psh, 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 like, 17.03. And then you could see, like, how fast that person would be, like, compared to everyone else. Like, I'd love to be able to do that. Like, make it completely interactive. But, like, put in your 5K time. You know, it'd be, like, 19-something, basically 20 minutes. And um, I'd love to be able to see, like, where I would be in relation for that or like put in like this is a 10,000 meter run put in your fastest 200 meters and I'd be like oh, I don't know remember but um that that's what I would love to be able to see um but yeah I think it, it, I think maybe it is controversial I don't know um yeah Frank Lillier says the record was really old yeah I I think I think it was old but I think though that like the, at least from the podcast that I, podcast that I was listening to, 
I think that like it doesn't count as an hour long record if you haven't run like an hour. Like they won't take like they it wasn't a which kind of makes sense in a way, but like uh, they were also like, well, what happens if like someone ran like a two hundred one marathon? Like what is that like for an hour? Right? It's it was longer than the record, but they they wouldn't be like, all right, well, you know, I mean, uh, Kipchoge has like the unofficial and the official records like either one of those they wouldn't be like all right the hour mark here's where he was and make that the record so like i think that like you know a lot i mean I, the record was it's not a frequently run event but i think that the like the power hour like that's something that they do in cycling a lot isn't it like how far you can go in an hour so i feel i, I like the concept of it i feel like you know they could do a half hour too just to make it more interesting to watch because like Martha was saying, like uh, you could see a condensed version on Tonal Running Productions. He did Mo did amazing paces, pacing, and didn't get behind the world record for a while. Uh, didn't get affected getting behind it for a while. He knew he could kick it at the end. That's, I mean, that that's confidence. I'll say. Um, but yeah, yeah. YouTube Senado says um, Diamond League New Tech is dope. I mean, I, I, I like the Diamond League. It's on NBC Sports, which we get at home, but we don't get here. Although I guess I can. I think I can still program my DVR from here and then watch remotely what's on my DVR. So maybe I should need to start doing that. But I haven't been able to, like, watch it. Like I think, But I think they streamed it live on YouTube last night. But me watching anything, like, live, uh, you know, I'm, like, there's six people that live in this house. I'm number five, I think, in terms of, like, priority of tv watching so like you know i don't ever get to pick something so oh, which is i guess not true because i'm usually the one that has a remote but like i always try to put on what everyone else would want to watch um yeah so uh yeah eric the it's not surprising someone is finally incorporating new technology into racing i mean i think it's cool I mean, I like um, I one of my favorite new technologies in racing is the slider robot that goes along the camera robot that goes along the track and like films everything, especially for the 200 meters. Like when it comes around the turn and then like it's like it has to like figure out what speed to run to stay at the same pace as all the other racers. Like I love that. I would love to be the operator of that. And then they had the new one. I think it was in, in Doha where they did a lot of this new stuff that I, I, I mean, maybe it's not new, but I had seen it for the first time where they had like, uh, I think it was a cable cam and it would come around the track and kind of like that robot that goes around the 200. They had one that came around the same like home stretch and it would be, but it would be up in the air. So you could see the runners as they were like, you know, you'd be like, come, the runners would be up ahead of the camera and you'd see them from behind, but from the air. And I thought that was super cool too. So I think that there's lots of ways they can make it more interesting. And I think now is a really great time too. That I think that like the NBA said they were going to do more of this, but I, I, I don't watch. But uh, at least from any of like the highlights I've seen, like I haven't seen it. Like they were saying, like since there aren't fans, people's like views that we we are going to be blocking if we try and do certain other things. Um, they were going to try and get lots of different camera angles and give people different perspectives. So I thought that that meant they were going to get like a big crane, like some dude like sitting on the end of a seat kind of like like in uh, the Millennium Falcon but with like a video camera and like have him like flying over and around like I thought they were going to I thought that's what they were talking about but I haven't seen anything like that maybe I maybe I missed it maybe they are 
but I'd love to see that. And I would love to see some, just like some other, you know, like, look, there's no fans. So just let the camera guys go nuts. Like get, get SJD, give him a camera and a gimbal and have him chase people for forever. Like everyone would be happy about that, you know? Um, or get someone on a bike, get J. Mike Remy. We'll get J. Mike Remy out there on a bike and just start chasing people. I know that they have like those motorized carts that they, like the little moped things that they use, but I think that's, I think that's fun. I, I, I like it. I, I, it just makes running more, um, amazing. Cause like when the way that they film racing now, I was watching the Ingerberts one of the Ingerberts I don't know which one, the one that runs 1500 meters. He's like 20 or something like that now, or just turned 20. Um, and like, I was watching him run and I'm like, that is lightning fast, but everyone in that race looks relaxed. And so it just looks like they're going out for a jog. So you're like, you had no sense of it other than the lights that like they're at world record pace, meaning like the fastest the world has ever seen. Like that's pretty impressive to grasp, right? But it looks like they're jogging, you know? So I just, I think that there needs to be more things not to, to make, not to like make it look more difficult than it is, but to give people a sense of just how hard this is. I'd love to see that, you know. Uh, Frank Lahirlier says there was a ghost Gabriel Selassie in the video too. Whoa, that's cool. That's really cool. David A. Burbridge Moore says, "Are you going to try the on cloud boom?" I, I think probably not. I'm going to pass on it. Um, I think if I try, I've tried one on shoe before. It was supposed to be one of their speedier shoes. It had that, what they, they call it, speedboard, right? Um, it had one of those and it. it. was pretty stiff. Um, and I, it did not get along with me at all. It just, I think that like it, the timing of that shoe, the, like the, the foam response of that shoe was just off and it just made my legs freak out. And so I didn't like that shoe very much. And I think if I try another on, it won't be a speedier shoe. I want to get like super, something super cushioned or something for the trail. Cause, uh, what's his name? Rich Roll loves his on shoe. I mean, I think he's sponsored by on, but, um, or at least his podcast is sponsored by on. And so, uh, I always want to say own, but it's on. And, uh, he talks about how much he loves his trail shoes. And I'm like, okay, well maybe, maybe I'll try them. But I don't think the, the speedier ones are for me. Uh, and his Dunbar says, Hi, Kapuzi and everyone. Running late tonight, literally. Just in from 5K with Pip. That Pip is his dog, if, for those of you who don't know. Uh, first run for a while with the head torch. Oh, I know. I um, I, I lent mine to my brother-in-law because he didn't have electricity after the storm went through in Cedar Rapids. And uh, I haven't gotten it back yet. I don't know if he like needs it or is just holding on to it just in case because I don't think his roof is technically fixed yet. And so, um, but I was like, I'm going to start needing one soon. So I was like, uh, I think I, I don't think I ordered one, but I think I was about to order one. I don't know. Um, Sean Marshall says, don't newer treadmills have like CGI of you running through a course? I saw some random avatar running photo of Miley Seidel's Strava and I figured it was that. Yeah. I mean, I like Zwift. So like you could do Zwift on the treadmill. If you have a foot pod, uh, then you can run on a treadmill and it, you can run with other people. Other people's like avatars as well. And they'll give you like relative pacing and speed and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. I, I actually really enjoy that. I enjoy that more because I've done the ones where it's like, uh, it looks like first person and you're like in the universe and you're like running, you know, uh, along the Pacific coast or you're running. I had one where I did one where I was like running through like a Tuscan villa, you know, 
so there's lots of stuff that's like that where like people make treadmill run videos i've made treadmill run videos where it's like someone just holds a camera for like 50 minutes or 30 minutes or however long and then you just watch the video as you run and so i've done that and those are fun but i like the avatar better um and i like to be able to see like other people's avatars too so i i do like that um and then there's like the the way far end of the spectrum on that whereas like um i've seen it a lot of times people keep sending me screenshots of it too of like there's uh augmented real so it's an ar augmented reality goggles that you could put on and run and then like a pacer like a at least from the screenshots it looks like an android robot is like running in front of you and you have to keep up with it so there's lots of like versions of that that are out there um I like the lights along the track. It's cool. It kind of just also makes it feel like, you know, like, uh, you know, like gamers, they have the, like the keyboards, the RGB keyboards that light up, like when you touch them. Uh, like, I, I think it's really tacky. But I also think that there's something very, like, um, ethereal about that. Like, every time you touch something, it, like, kind of glows a little bit. And there's kind of, like, spark or, like, little ripples in light of where you were, you know? So rather than ripples in water, but, like, ripples in light. And I, I like that, like that reminds me of that with the, um, the lights along the track. I just find it very mesmerizing and graceful. Um, so I, I, I'm a big fan. That's the first time I saw it was when Mo Farah did it. Um, T Davis says, I agree though, that it's hard to understand how fast these guys are running if you're not a runner yourself. Yeah. I just think that it's really, um, it's really difficult. And I wish that they would find other ways to like, I don't know. Like, all these guys now, I mean, a lot of the pros, they're pretty used to having cameras follow them around, even during a lot of their workouts, too. So, like, just get up in their face. Just get in there. Don't be afraid to get the shot. There's no fans that you're going to get in the way of. Like, get the shot. Make it interesting. Make it more interesting than it is. And then, I don't know, you can still have, the, like, the regular camera angles that are boring and that no one watches. But give me some new stuff. That's what I want. Uh, JL says, I appreciate all your hard work on the channel, man. Thanks. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, someone asked a question about pull tabs. Where'd it go? It just, it just jumped on me. Um, whoa. A, lot of, a lot of motorcycles coming through. Um, J CJ Crew says, what's the deal with pull tabs? I loosen my laces to the point my foot slides in and out like slippers, and it helps remove the insole to dry. Do people leave shoes tied and just pull it on and off? Uh, I leave my shoes tied and pull them off all the time. The only shoe, there's a handful of shoes I can't do that with. One of them I was wearing around recently was or Atreyu. That shoe, once you get it on, it's stuck on. It stays on, uh, which is amazing because there's no heel counter. There's no structure in the back, but it stays on. Um, but I, And I got to untie it to take those shoes off. But I think a lot of people do that. Um, I do untie mine to put them back on. I don't, I don't really care about pull tabs. They're nice. And I think it's funny to like demand them on shoes. I like when Jamie does it. I think it's funny. And I think he's trolling everyone when he says he loves the pull tabs. I think he's trolled everyone so hard on it that I think he thinks he likes pull tabs. I, I think he doesn't care. But that just, that's my theory. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand the pull tab. Um, yeah. Uh, Martha says, LOL about how, how, how easy these guys make it look. Uh, we're talking about on TV when they're professional runners. The only way to get a sense is to visit a track. I went to ours for the first time in almost a year and was shocked how big it is. That, that's a good point too. You don't get a sense of the scale of it too because they're just covering so much ground so fast. 
Abhijit P says, I'm looking to buy new shoes. Which is softer, Pegasus 37 or Ultra Boost 20 or Nike Infinity React, and which is better for running? Ah, I'm glad you asked two separate questions because those are two different things. Uh, softest is probably the Ultra Boost 20. The better for running, I'd say the Pegasus 37 is better for running. Um, I think it's just much more versatile. The Ultra Boost, I think the Ultra Boost was the worst Ultra Boost that they've made is in the Ultra Boost 20, but probably the best running shoe of all the Ultra Boosts. Uh, because Ultra Boost has always kind of been like, it's a really great Max Kusin shoe that's very often misunderstood, and people usually call it a casual shoe in running shoe form. But um, I've always kind of had a soft spot for the Ultra Boost, even though it's not widely considered a great running shoe. But I think that the Ultra Boost 20 is the most runnable of, of them all, but it's also least like the other Ultra Boosts. But I'll go the Pegasus 37. Um, <laughs> own is how Hookup pronounces on. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, funny. Uh, Ross W says the trail shoes by On look like rocks would get stuck in their clouds, don't they? Just seems like they wouldn't work well. I think that they would. I mean, depends on the rocks. Like when I run in them, like I pick up pebbles all the time. Um, but I pick up pebbles in lots of the shoes that I run in. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. But when they get stuck in the clouds and the clouds are kind of like the big part of their, you know, cushioning system, I think that kind of is a, bit, a more substantial of a problem. So I think you're right. But I don't know. I don't know. People seem to like them. I, I don't. But, you know, uh at some point, I'll try another one, I think. Uh, Chris Dykes has just finished watching Adidas versus Puma. It's amazing what those brothers went through and still became successful. That's one of those things that I got to watch. I did start watching. We talked to yesterday. We've talked a lot about things that I keep saying, oh, I'm going to watch that, and then I never do. And then yesterday, I did watch a couple of, what is it, Doctors of Running, the guys that are um, physical therapy PhDs. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, interesting videos uh more, more, i was like oh these are long and they're just conversations i would love to have them as podcasts i and i haven't checked to see if they are but it was interesting conversations they all seem to like th disagree with me like on every single shoe that they reviewed though i think which is pretty funny so we'll see <laughs> we'll see um i mean i very well could be wrong and they are professionals so most likely i'm wrong I mean, three out of four running reviewers would disagree on a shoe. I'm probably that fourth person. No, like if three out of four people agree on a shoe, I'm the fourth. That's what I meant to say. Probably. We'll see. I'll, I'll have to watch some more videos. Uh, Steve says, I used a pull tab once on the Epic React and it ripped off. I've never had a pull tab rip off. That's funny. Uh, not really Hank Aaron is kofuzying before grilling today. Awesome. That's cool. Uh, Lulu, Lulu712 says, Hey, Kofuzi, how would you compare the Rincon 2 to the Pegasus Turbo 2? Could they both be used as daily trainers? I think they both could be used as daily trainers, and I know a lot of people do use the Turbo 2 as a daily trainer. I prefer the Turbo 2 as a fast issue, but the Turbo 2 really finally nailed the sizing correctly, and so like that made it a little bit more livable, as did Hoka in the Rincon 2. So I do think that they both could be used as daily trainers. I don't really think a person needs to own both of those shoes. One of those, one of the two is fine. But since the Turbo 2 is a little bit older, you know, if you're looking for something to replace it, if you're not going to replace it with another Turbo 2, 
then the Rincon 2 I think is a really good choice. If you wanted a little bit of a sn more snug, like speed shoe kind of fit, then go with the Rincon 1. Uh, let's see. Martha says, the original On designs caught way too many big stones. They modified it and it got better, but I just have the On clouds mostly for casual use. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think you're right. That, that sounds familiar. Um, T. Davis says, Kofuzi, I wear the Ultra Boost 20 on my easy days or when my legs feel beat up, but the Solar Boost are my go-to Adidas. SL20 for speed and track days. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, man, I'm not ready with it. My, my fault, guys. But that is the word of the day. I think we got to figure out, do we want to keep the SL20 as the word of the day? I think so. There's no other shoe that kind of like is the word of the day that just gets brought up so like often. But yeah, SL20, I like that. Solar Boost are the go-to ideas. I do think that's a really good shoe. And I really feel like I'm with the changes that they made to the Ultra Boost to the Ultra Boost 20. It makes me wonder, where does the Solar Boost go if the Ultra Boost 20 is basically like Ultra Boost 20, like you could have called the Ultra Boost 20 the Solar Boost 20, and I wouldn't have blinked an eye. You know what I mean? So, like, I just the design was still similar, and the running dynamics were so similar, too. But I do think that the Solar Boost 19 was it, there isn't a 20, is there? But at least the Solar Boost 19 was a very great runnable daily trainer. I like that one a lot. Um, let's see. Not really, Hank Aaron says, uh, outliers, Kofuzi. Oh, yeah, I think so. Uh, Abdal23 says, what's good? What's going on, Abdal? Good to see you. Uh, CJ Cruz says, sending cutoff pull tabs to Jamie is like those ransom letters from the 90s with magazine letters cut out to create words. Do people do, people do are people doing that? What's, what's Jamie's address? I don't know. I, I have asked him for my address many times because I was going to send him something, and he's never given it to me. Although now I think about it, he might have given me his address at some point. But I think he moved since then, so maybe that's when he gave me his address. He's always trolling. He's always playing. Um, Avdal23 says, does Korean like in and out Like, I don't, I, I can't speak for the entire uh, culture, uh, but Korean people tend to like in and out I would say yes. I'm a pretty bad spokesperson for the Korean community, though. Um, I don't really speak it anymore, and I don't really hang out with a lot of Korean people anymore. Um, I'm kind of like the Chris Easters of Koreans. I hang out with my family at like uh, at the holidays. Those are the only Koreans I really hang out with. So I'm not. I'm, I'm a very poor barometer of what Korean people want. Uh, let's see. Avdal23 says, "What's this live stream all about? What's the purpose of it?" The purpose is for runners to get together and chat. It doesn't have to be about running. It's actually very rarely about running. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like uh, the way I like it. I think that when this live stream is best is when uh, it feels like we just got back from a run and everyone's just kind of like stretching and like hanging out before everyone leaves. That's kind of what I hope this live stream is. And what I like about it is a chance for runners to feel community. It started all these my live streams. I started on Instagram Live. Um, started because of lockdowns and people weren't able to physically be connected. So I thought we could at least be digitally connected. And then like Zooms happen and now everyone hates being digitally connected. But I kind of kept the live streams. I still like it. 
Uh, Luis Becerra says, talking about pull tabs, SL20 doesn't have it. That'd be pretty funny if like the SL21 came out with it. But wasn't some someone was saying that the SL20 only comes out every four years or something? Was that, am I remembering that wrong? I don't know. Hmm. Crispin Greco, is this the right one? Where am I? You are in the right live stream. I think there's only been one live stream a day for a while. I think I fixed that problem. So I, th I think I think that's it. Um, yeah, T. Davis says it took 20 minutes for the word of the day. Yeah. Some days it's right off the bat. Some days it, it's hidden, and it's a surprise. And that's my favorite, when it's a surprise. Uh, Avenger Champion says, As someone who is about one month into running and for the life of me cannot get rid of hip flex or soreness, any tips aside from foam rollers and stretching? Uh, I'm not sure, Adventure Champion, because like, I'm a, a really bad at like stretching and foam rolling and like that kind of maintenance. But I was staying at the saying at the top of this live stream that I have been looking up lots of videos on glute activation. I'm still not sure what it means after having watched probably over like an hour of different videos on glute activation. But basically, gluteus muscle, like butt muscle strengthening and like hip loosening um, exercise. I would look at some of those. That's where I would look because that's what I've been doing now. And I think it's going to be helpful. So far, so good, you know. Uh, Robert Morano says, I just replaced my Rincon 1s with the Kinvara 11 Blackout. That's I love those colors. Blacked out box and paper inside, plus the sunset on the insole instead of the form-fit text. Saucony is just so cool. They nailed it. I feel like they nailed it with, I, I, as much as I think the endorphin, like the mutant colorway is really weird, I think that like it works. I think it was striking. It definitely caught people's attention. Do I love those colors? No. But do I think that they were good designs? For the most part, yes. The Saucony Blackout, when they made all those shoes and the marketing is like it's all the way through the entire product experience right like you're like robert Rano was saying like the box the paper the insole everything is just very special and i loved it i thought it was great i mean like a shoe unboxing is probably like the most boring thing i can think of to watch on youtube other than maybe fruit cutting and yet like i was like i should probably like film this because this is pretty cool i don't think i did i might have but it was pretty cool. Um, let's see. Avdal23 says, you into K-Pops? I haven't been into K-Pop since 1991 or so, when Satijiwa Aida was like the band or a group or whatever. But, you know, that was a little while ago. Um, Tom McNamara, favorite city to run in, aside from Chicago? San Diego. Um... Avdal 23, what's with the plastic surgery in Korea? I don't know. I haven't been there since 1991. So maybe you can ask someone that's been there a little bit more recently. Um, let's see. CV76 says, activate the glutes. Yeah. Michael Ryan says, activating the glutes helped his. So P-S-O-A-S. I don't know what that word is. I don't know how to spell or say that. But, I mean, um, yeah. Here, here's what I don't get. Why do I have to activate them? I'm not sure about that. And like, like, is it like, is activating, like, is that the correct word that, that really like, that we should be using for that? Like, is it like, if there's like a turned on, like, like butt mode is like on, butt mode off. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand that. I'm having a hard time getting it. I can, un I'm understanding the idea that like, you know, like, um, 
uh, people are quad dominant runners or hamstring dominant runners or like there's an, a muscular imbalance in the sense, you know, and that some muscles aren't being like recruited properly. But like the idea that like I could do some stretches or lunges or, or like uh, what like hip when you do the hips to the ceiling kind of thing like in your like the hip thrusts up like that that will like somehow like turn something on and then all of a sudden glutes are involved like I don't maybe I'm, I'm I know I'm being a little bit too literal with it but I'm having a hard time like understanding that like physiologically and like that just how long does that last like should I stop like halfway through a marathon and do more exercises I don't I don't understand that so that's where I'm having a hard time with like the glute activation phraseology I'm just not sure about it and like so I did some of those glute activation exercises before I run today and I ran today and I don't really know that it helped or not but then when I was trying to think about like you know making sure I have a balanced foot strike and I actually kind of like played around like like kind of like how much am I picking up my knee kind of thing and just played around with it a little bit that seemed to help a little bit more thinking about doing something in the moment rather than like you know five minutes before I went and then I also walked the dog before between the glute exercises I didn't walk the dog. I let him go outside to pee between that and the running so I like does that seem to still does it still count or do I have to do them again I don't I'm not I'm having a hard time with that I'm not a good patient so like when it, when everyone's talking about like go to the doctor go to like the physical therapist like I'm like I have a hard time sometimes with things um sean marshall says i'm about to activate my liver with a beer yeah <laughs> says, hold on i forgot to turn my glutes on uh, yeah i mean well the other day i had to stop like a mile into my run and turn on my heart rate monitor so i was like uh, i forgot is it like is it like that i don't i don't i don't think uh and rustic on wednesday says yeah shouldn't the motion itself activate the muscle like, I'm, yeah that's what i would think but i guess like if you're if you're certain muscle dominant like if you're a quad dominant runner based on your form or your posture or something like that, I guess. And then people have been explaining in a lot of videos that like the reason why we need to activate our glutes is because they're becoming inactive by sitting. How come doesn't it happen to all the other muscles? Is it because I'm sitting on my glutes? Is that what? I, I don't know. I just have, yeah. Yeah. Martha says, one set of exercises won't do anything magic, but having strong glutes will make you a stronger runner overall. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try it for a couple of weeks to do it before we run, see if that helps. I mean, you know, try not to, you know, do too many changes at once so I can have an understanding of what helps if something does help. But at the same time, I'm not going to just, like, be like, all right, this week I'll – I'm not going to do, like, double-blind studies or anything like that. So I will probably tinker with a couple of things at a time. But hopefully it will – feel better and I can continue to kind of like make fun of it a little bit but ultimately say but whatever you want to call it it works and do it you know so CJ Cruz says I have no clue how to activate my glutes while running I end up concentrating on it so much that my leg and arm on the same side swing at the same time uh, that's a funky run that's funny uh, Bert Legas says it's the biggest muscle in the body we better use it I mean I'd like to uh, I'd like to be able to figure out how to use it better and that's kind of my goal here, so we'll we'll see how it goes. But like, um, I definitely did them up here in this room before, like I went out for a run, rather than doing like in the living room, because I feel like you know my father like gets up pretty early too. He's up when I am, and um, you know like I, he see me do some pretty weird stuff. But I feel like some of those he'd be like, "This is getting crazier and crazier." This guy. So I was like, maybe, maybe I'll do that in private, you know. <laughs>
Laney A says, tried Ucan Energy this morning for a long run. I had bloating, nausea, and gas. What? Cut my run a few miles. Google, does Ucan cause gas? Has Anthem gum, which WebMD says can cause GI distress. Oh. Do a lot of, though? I, I bet you probably a lot of um, sports drinks have Xanthan gum. I'm not familiar. I can't say one way or the other. Um, but, well, it's a good thing you found that out today, like on a, a long run and not like at a race. But that makes me a little bit less eager to try you can. I've been like very curious about it. Um, but, I mean, I've been having issues, you know. Um... I've been pooping in the corn a lot, even if I go to the bathroom like right beforehand. And uh, the last two days, even though I have been going to the bathroom right before I go. So I've been activate like today, I activated glutes, walked dog, went to the bathroom, then ran. And then I still had to pee like in like four miles into the run. I was like, I really got to go. So I was peeing on the side of the road. Sorry. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me. Um... Uh, not really. Hank Aaron says, like, I think in terms of uh, glute activation, it's more leg motion behind. Hmm. Yeah. And J. Mike Crummy says, only in certain spaces does the phrase activate your glutes not result in chuckles. Y yeah. Uh, this is this is a place where it does result in chuckles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. CJ Cruz says, too many LMAO texts need to activate the glutes for sure. Uh, J. Mark Kermit says, you know what's great for the glutes? Cycling. Is it? I would think that it's a real quad dominant sport, but maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I need to get them stronger. Well, I don't know. See, the way that people describe this activating glutes problem, um, it doesn't seem like it's because my glutes are weak. It's just because they're not firing during my gait cycle. So I just got to figure out a way to make sure that they are, I guess. So that way the quads don't have to do so much work. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I'm very interested in the idea. And I've been thinking, well, I've been thinking more that my muscle imbalances were more centered around the knee. But, you know, someone else was saying, and I think it makes a lot of sense. When, you, when you're looking for the source of a problem, look up. So if the knee's bothering you, look at the hip kind of thing. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely give it a shot and try some exercises. Some of them were very hard for me. Um... Uh, which tell me that oh, okay, I think that I am either very tight from like a muscle stretching or muscle like kind of like uh, not strictures or like you know being like muscle not bound but like just being like really inflexible. So I'm like I think I, I think I do need to work on some mobility, which is something that I've acknowledged before. But we'll see. Um, I just wish that there were a different phrase to help me understand like what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, yeah, Metal 37 says stronger glutes will help the knees too. I mean, that's the whole point. That's why, that's how I got to this point is I want to, uh, see how it can help the knees. I want to be able to, um, have, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I frequently tell people not to worry about your gait and your foot strike and it won't be a problem, but I feel like I'm at a point where I'm running high mileage and it's like, okay, um, that little slight inefficiency can be tweaked. Uh, because if leaving it that way is going to lead to something over like, you know, 70 or 80 miles a week. So that's where I'm trying to like think, all right, well, maybe it's time to finally look at that thing that I didn't want to look at in terms of how to like tweak my gait. Uh, Abdel23, 
Um, I think maybe Abdel trying to, 23 is trying to like guess what my passwords are. Uh, am I into MMA? What sports do I watch? Uh, I don't watch any sports. So uh, I'm not into MMA. I love the idea of MMA. I like Kumite. I'd watch Kumite, but no one can watch Kumite because journalists aren't allowed. Um, John Doe says, I just got my first pair of running shoes. Any tips or just your best tip on the road to running a 5K without stopping? Slow down. Slow down first, get to 5K first, and then worry about running 5K fast because that's the way to do it. So the other thing I'll say, John Doe, is run today so you can run tomorrow. So it's not, you're never going to win it in any one workout. You've got to think about it in the long term. Uh, let's see. Recycle on Wednesday says, I mentioned this before, but you might find Greg Lehman's blog interesting. Okay, I don't remember that. I apologize if you have mentioned that, uh, but I'll take a look at it. Um, Abdel23, what's your ethnicity? Uh, my ethnicity is that I am Korean. Abdel, what is yours? Uh, Martha says, Kofuzi, my PT gave me hip and glute strengthening exercises after I had a bout with IT band syndrome after tunnel. I don't feel anything activating while I run, but I'm obviously stronger. Forget activation. Okay, I will just work on getting stronger. I'm going to forget about activation. The other thing that I was really thinking about as I was looking at all these different like uh, videos talking about activation is when they're talking about like hip drop and stuff like that. Uh, one thing that I've noticed from when I was a kid, uh, back in cross country, running cross country in high school, is that uh, the inner parts of my calves would have like a slash mark of dirt on it because like my left foot would get tired and then strike the inside of my right calf and, and vice versa. And so I think that's like a sign of kind of hip drop, which means your glutes aren't activated or your glutes aren't strong enough. Um, and then when I ran the tunnel marathon, I definitely remember around mile 21, 22, my right hip, which is always the hip that's a little bit more sore. And right now my right knee has been bothering me, but right, my right hip felt like, I don't know, felt like wheels are fall, like it literally felt like the wheels were falling off. I was like, I think my right hip is falling out of the socket or like the femur, the femoral head. Uh, I didn't quite feel like that because I think if I really felt that I wouldn't have been able to move, but you know, I felt like, Ooh, something feels funky right in the socket part. And then also my lower back started to hurt. And I thought that I just attributed that to um, the downhill. But I, th I think these are all signs that like just my butt muscles, my gluteus muscles are not strong enough and are not activating is not the right word. They're just not contributing the right amount. And then my hamstrings are either compensating for them or they've been dominant. And so they've been like, you know, um, preventing them from uh, serving their normal function. So I think that's what's going on. I think there's just an imbalance. I need, I need to do some of these, uh, hip mobility, but also glute and hip strength exercises. So I'm going to try that. Uh, Rain Runner says, do you use the crossball on the old glutes? That's pretty painful. I haven't done the real crossball, but I've been doing stuff like, you know, I'll lay down on the, on the floor and kind of like move my hip like throw my leg over my body in such a way that like the hip like socket is kind of exposed and I'll really get in there with some knuckles and do that. I don't have a lacrosse ball here. I've been oh, battery exhausted. I just put in this battery. I'll be right back guys. All right, sorry about that, guys. I'm getting a new battery here, and for everyone just listening to this, the battery on the camera died again, even though I just put in a fresh one when we started. 
But it's that, I think it's that same one that always keeps giving me a hard time. All right, so we're back. So I've been, I've been working it. There's something going on. I, I think I'm getting closer to the source of the, the real source of the problem. Seventy seventy six says, "Can you uh, can you imagine if your GPS watch can measure glute activation? That uh, can you imagine if that was like a Garmin feature, like after your run, ooh, new VO two max, I'm at fifty seven or whatever, and then glute activation, three out of five. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, I wonder if it could because like if you think about it, if it's affecting things like hip drop and uh, gait, maybe that's something that a foot pod can pick up." Maybe maybe the stride should have glute activation. Or maybe there's data in there that I could look at. There probably is. I'll have to look at that. I'm going to ask. Maybe I'll email stride and see if they can give me an answer on that. Um, not really hanging. So there's batteries, no outlets in Iowa. Yeah, you know, um, there is a USB, a micro USB port on this camera that I could probably plug in here. But I don't think I have a micro USB port long enough for it. And I've always just kind of run on camera batteries. So, um, yeah, maybe I should look into it. Um, Ross W says, me too, battery, me too. I mean, yeah, it's it was a long week, so we're all tired. Um, yeah. Martha says, everything being so connected, the smaller muscles and joints take a hit trying to compensate for the big muscles that aren't dominating as much as they should. Yeah. I think that's the closest I would say to my understanding of it. I still don't understand how like doing the exercises like before the run can make any kind of difference. Um, so that's like where the disconnect is. I understand that concept you're saying, Martha. That makes 100% sense to me. The part that doesn't make sense to me is like, okay, so like do six exercises before I run and then I'll be good. And that's the part where I, I'm, I you're, people are losing me. Not you, but people are losing me. So uh, Plant Power Dan says, I think activation exercises are important, but yeah, strength first. I find a lot of the issue with hips comes from sleepy glutes. It doesn't take too much effort to keep those muscles awake. See, Dan, that's what I don't, I'm not understanding that. I don't, I don't understand that sentence, those sentences. Like, I kind of get it. Yeah, problems with sleepy glutes. What's a sleepy glute? How do you wake it up? That's the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Frank LaHulier says, I wonder if it would make sense to have multiple pods to run to model the whole gate over the course of a run. I mean, I think that that would be like my first like inclination in terms of trying to get that kind of data. But I think that like you could probably extrapolate that from like if there is an imbalance uh, in like the pattern of the foot strikes. Right. So I would think that like the foot pod, I think it's able to detect like because it can measure stride length. Right. So I'm thinking like, does it know? If I wear the foot pod on my left foot, does it know when my right foot strikes? I think it might be able to figure that out. And then from there, if the amount of time between left to right and versus right to left is different, that could be indicative of something. And then if the distance of that left to right versus right to left stride uh, is different, that could also, you know, I feel like it could figure those things out. That's where, that's where I'm thinking like maybe stride has that information. Uh, Martha says she never does her exercise before the runs. It sounds like BS to me too. Uh, I should do some dynamic stretching, but I never do. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do them. I'm going to keep doing them before the run and maybe like at least the placebo effect of glutes on, it will work, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, cause at least I'll be getting the exercises in, you know, I, I, the way I think of it is like, well, maybe if I warm up those muscles, they'll be ready to go. 
and I'm not really warming up. I mean, I'm sure like the quads and hams are kind of involved, but they're not the exercises I'm picking, you know, um, are supposed to be focusing in on their glutes. So, you know, maybe I'm warming those up to get, you know, to be good to go first. So uh, I don't know, maybe there's something to it. Uh, Plant Power Dan says, the issue with most strength-based exercises, they target the larger muscle groups. There are easier exercises that don't need to be done to such intensity that work on that small muscle. That makes sense to me. I understand that. Um, let's see. Stevie76 says, before I run, I check out my glutes in the mirror to see if they are activated. Stevie76, I think, is loving today's glute conversation. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, not really Hank concerns. Hank Aaron says, watch Dr. Mark Kukuzela. Yeah, I think someone has recommended that to me before, or I'm confusing it with the South African horn thing. One of the two. Uh, JC says, I find leg swings after a warm-up to be very helpful. Engages the entire kinetic chain from lower back to plantar fascia. Hmm. All right. Um... So, Plant Power Dan says, so like 90-90 hip shifts, I don't know what that is, clamshells and hip thrusts, etc. Yeah, so I did this morning, I did some single leg deadlifts, which I know are going to involve some of the quad and hammy too, I think, right? Uh, but I, I feel it mostly like in the quad and butt. So I like those. I did that to start. Then I did uh, clamshells. Is that what you call them? Clamshells. I did one where like you clamshell and then you also like lift up a little bit. It's like kind of a weird, more, exp not explosive, but like more movement in it. Then I did uh, the donkey kicks where you like kick your leg up, back up in the air, you know, like that. And then I did uh, like side, like leg raises. Uh, and I did also hip thrusts, but I did frog hip thrusts. So instead of like just having your two feet and your knees like going up, my knees were like uh, bent out to the side. Um, that one, when I did it that way, I didn't, I, didn't, I just picked it randomly because I saw, saw someone else doing it on a video. I think I did it that way because I felt like when I did them regularly, I felt like my um, hamstrings were getting really tight when I did that. So uh, I think that's a, in, you know, it tells me that my hamstrings need more stretching and are just kind of like all like bound up in a knot. So I do need to stretch that out a little bit or work that a little bit, maybe do some foam rolling on it. But I did that. So those are the ones that I did this morning, I think. So how many was that? Five or six exercises. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Plant Power Dan says, I love donkey kicks. You ever do those in the gym? <laughs> People always look. Plyometrics. SJD swears by them and so do I. Um, I've never, you know, I don't really go to the gym. I mean, I mean, I haven't been to a gym in six months. But, um, yeah, I don't really do much at the gym. If I go to a gym, I usually just use the treadmills. But, um yeah, I mean, I, the donkey kicks, uh, they, I, yeah, I felt like that was hard. I was like, this shouldn't feel so hard. But I was like, this is actually working something. Not really Hank Aaron says resistance bands. Yeah, I'm going to get some. Uh, I ordered some on Amazon. An Amazon's Choice product, by the way. Uh, yeah, so that should be coming. It, it, we're, in, we're in a small town in Iowa, so everything takes a week. So it'll be here in a week. Um, <laughs> Martha says, I only do drills before track sessions and way less than I'm supposed to. I can relate to that <laughs> quite a bit. Mm, yeah. uh, not really. Hankel says single leg bridges. I don't know what that is. I'll have to look that one up. 
Uh, and Ryan P says, fire hydrants time 10, then hold the final one for as long as you can. I don't know what that one is either. So I'll look up single leg bridges and fire hydrants. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, all right. I think I'm gonna leave it there for today. Um, Martha has where the home with the leg bands on in, on Amazon in the home improvement department. No, I think they were in fitness, so they were they were in the right spot. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave it there for today. Um, I uh, and I'm gonna go look up some of those exercises that you guys talked about because uh, I'm, you know, I don't fully understand it, but I feel like there's enough there for me to at least try it. And I feel like there, I don't think any of those exercises are gonna hurt me. So, because I'm, I'm, and I'm doing them all body weight. Well, I guess I'll get banned soon, and so that's not exactly just body weight, but I'll be doing them all body weight. So I don't think they're going to hurt. We'll see if they help. I think they will. Sounds like from you guys, you guys have had uh, some experience with that and positive experience. So that gives me some uh, positive feeling on it, feeling like I'm in the right direction. But yeah, I'm going to get going. I, I think the girls, we, we went on a hike this morning. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys about our my running adventure this morning. I said I was going to talk about it. I forgot. I'll tell you guys about it tomorrow. And hopefully you guys are having some fun adventures on this long holiday weekend today. For those of you in the U.S. who have Labor Day and anyone else in other countries. I think other countries also have like bank holidays on this Monday coming up. So um, anyone that has a long weekend, I hope you have an adventure. Tell me about it tomorrow. We'll do another live stream tomorrow. I'll have a video tomorrow too. And uh, hopefully I'll see you in one or both of those. In the meantime, hopefully you guys are staying safe out there. Thanks everybody.